We're taking a look at the historic unpopularity of the candidates for president. You've called it sort of a hate fest. What are the numbers showing right now? Well, there was a poll done by um, University of Akron of Ohio adults. So this is not necessarily registered voters or likely voters, but 62% of Ohio adults don't favor Trump. They have an unfavorable view of Trump. And 54% do not like Hillary Clinton. What are they saying about these candidates? What are the things in particular they don't like? Well, the pollsters asked a lot of open-ended questions and wrote down verbatim responses. And uh, in general, people who don't like Clinton view her as dishonest, unethical, and untrustworthy. They're concerned about her email scandals, the attacks in Benghazi that left four Americans dead, the ethical questions over the Clinton Foundation and the intersection between the Clinton Foundation and her work as Secretary of State. So sort of this cloud of distrust hangs over her head. Now, her supporters like her experience, intelligence. They see her as caring and committed to children's issues, women's issues, and social justice. When it comes to Trump, you know, it's interesting. His supporters like his stance on immigration, and his critics dislike his stance on immigration. And similarly, his supporters like his blunt style, and then his critics say he needs a filter, that he's, he's offensive in his style. Yeah, one of the difficult things about having two extremely unpopular candidates is that these positions are not likely to change. Or maybe they are. What do you think? Can either of these candidates really move the dial a little bit through marketing or TV ads? Well, I mean, certainly they, they're going to try to do that. They'll, they'll continue to try to define their opponent and define themselves. But usually that work is done early on in a campaign. And, you know, Hillary Clinton has been in the public eye for 25, 30 years now. And a lot of uh, the opinions are pretty fixed. And then Trump has been not as out front in the public eye, but definitely a public figure for a long time. And um, and so really, I think that the efforts that they have to to change minds is really to change the minds of the independents, the, the storied uh, swing voter that they're always going for. The, the 2016 election might be one of the strongest showings for independents, for the third party candidates in decades. What what are we seeing right now with the extreme unpopularity of the major party candidates? What's happening with the third party candidates? Well, it's interesting. Uh, Real Clear Politics has a a composite of recent polls, and when they put it up as a four way race uh, right now, Clinton would get forty two percent of the vote. Trump would get thirty eight point one percent of the vote, and Gary Johnson, who's the Libertarian, he'll be listed as an independent on the Ohio ballot. He gets seven point six percent. And then Jill Stein, who's the Green Party candidate, is at 3.2%. Now, only 12 times in U.S. history has the, a third party or independent candidate received at least 5% of the vote. And even getting between 3 and 7% of the vote could make a big impact in this election. It seems like each presidential cycle seems to boil down in some ways to a question that the nation has to deal with. And... I'm not sure really what that is this time around. How would you characterize this election? Well, I think this has been an exceedingly interesting election cycle. I mean, not only did you have like, what, 17 GOP candidates. We had John Kasich in the mix up until the end. Uh, You have, you know, basically a real estate tycoon slash reality TV star who has never even been elected dog catcher um, is now the, the GOP nominee. There's an enormous tide of uh, anger toward the political establishment, and I think that that's what catapulted Trump into the position he's in right now. On the Democratic side, 
you know, uh, it's the first female nominee of a, of a major party, and there's a chance that uh, Hillary Clinton could could smash through the ultimate glass ceiling. And, and so it's been, you know, both the storylines are terrifically interesting. I think it's going to boil down to, with the voters, is um, who do you trust and who do you dislike the least? I think that that's essentially the choices that most uh, voters are, are feeling are, is in front of them right now. Laura Bischoff, thank you so much. Really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today. Sure. It's been fun. Thank you.